This is the 365 Retirement Podcast, a topical look at the issues you may face on the road to and through retirement. And now here's the co-founder of Urbino and Lang Wealth Partners, Sam Lang, along with co-host Randy Cook. Article in USA Today says if you do these five things, you should be ready for retirement. So let's go through them here, Sam. The first one says, and we talk about it all the time, do you have enough guaranteed income? So we talk about Social Security. That's guaranteed. And 401K, that's not really guaranteed. That can run out. So talk to me about guaranteed income. You know, over and over again, we talk about the three-legged stool. Back in the day, people had pensions, Mm -hmm. right? Very few people today that we see have pensions. Some still do, but most don't. So that's a form of a guaranteed income. So really you need to look beyond social security benefits. It might include annuities, workplace pensions, uh, having an option within your 401k to create income, but whatever the income source is, maybe you have a bunch, you know, maybe you're ready to invest in real estate. You're what, waiting for what we've all been waiting for, real estate prices to come down. Mm-hmm. you got a bunch of cash sitting on the sidelines, and you want to create an income stream by buying rental property. Whatever it is, we want to make sure that there's enough, not speculation type of income, but reliable, consistent lifetime income. Very, very important. Number two on their list is how do you handle your debts? And that's something uh, going into retirement without any debt, without a house payment, without a car payment, without a lot of credit cards. That's a powerful position to be in, Very isn't powerful. it? I mean, just as just for the mindset, you know, it feels pretty good. I remember when the pandemic first hit, not like nobody knew what to expect. This is going to be a month, two months, ah, three months will be back to normal. Well, guess what? We're still not the back to normal, right? <laughs> yeah. So those folks that we've seen that are clients of ours, including myself, including my partners, if you can manage debt or have very little or no debt at all, that is a very powerful statement because sort of your psyche, the way you, you would, if you had to hunker down, you'd probably be in a much better position. So many of our listeners might have tried to do that and to kind of figure out how do I pay down debts? What should I pay down first? Well, the most easy place to save some money is to not have any credit card debt because mm-hmm. you know that's that's icky debt that's that's like bad high debt, good interest debt. Yep. bad bad debt mm-hmm. 18 20 22 25 percent i mean those credit card companies banks out there are looking to really hose you if you carry a, a balance so we want to zero out credit card debt completely if you can maybe it's paying down a mortgage well if you have an old mortgage that's at 2.75 well maybe you don't pay it down that's good debt right mm-hmm. so we need to figure out what is good debt what is not bad debt, and then try to make sure you have a debt plan that can either reduce or eliminate debt as you go into retirement. Going through this list from USA Today about the five things you got to get squared away before you go into retirement. Number one, find your guaranteed income. Number two, handle your debt. Number three, make a decision. Are you going to work part-time? Sam, that is, I think, an interesting thing that that happens when you sit down and somebody's 62, 63 years old and you say, you can retire today. And they go, well, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll work a little while yeah, because maybe I like it. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like that position that I'm in right now. I can walk away anytime I want to. You know, we had a situation where we talked to our radio listeners and sometimes we all take for granted that we're all going to be able to work till 65. Well, this gentleman has some health problems and was forced to abruptly leave the workplace. So after he got his health back on track, instead of going back and working full time, because we were able to actually show him, like, you know what, you, you exited two, three years earlier than you planned, but you've done a good job. 
And in order for you to continue to feel good and live the retirement that you dreamed of, here's what you need to do. And we were able to show him that he didn't need to enter back into the workforce full-time, but work on doing it part-time. So he actually became a handyman. He worked for one of his close friends that had a handyman business. He was very handy with his, with his hands. That's why they call him handyman, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good with strapped tools, on that yeah. tool. I'm, I'm really quick here today. Um, he, he strapped on the tool belt and, yeah. you know, went to work. And, you know, he, he likes, he enjoys it, meets new people. He's really having a ball. So that was a great way for him to supplement the income that he needed. Next one on the list is, is your spending plan realistic? So uh, I guess that's one of those deals where it doesn't make any difference how much money you've saved for retirement. If your spending's out of control, anybody can run the risk of running out of money. I, I don't know where that rule came up that you need 80% of your income to retire comfortably. Mm -hmm. Some people might need 100%. Or more. Some, or more, right? <laughs> Some people might need only 50%. Yeah. The one thing that when we meet people for the first time, we go through this exercise of getting to know them. One of the very first questions we ask them is, how much money do you think you'll need on a monthly basis when you stop working? Because when you're working, you know, as long as your spending is in check, it's fine because you have income coming in every single month by going to work. Well, when that paycheck stops, how are you going to pay for expenses? And there's no way for us to know if you're, you're going to be okay, if you've done a good job or done a terrible job until we know what the outflow is, what that monthly nut is. So sometimes people come in and they have these monthly expenses and it's, it's kind of low. And we're like, well, you know, it's kind of low. And what they don't put in there and they don't account for the fact that every day is a Saturday. Yeah. You know, think about it. You go to work Monday through Friday you're working. You probably don't have the time to go shopping and play golf and do all that. So on Saturdays and Sundays, you're probably spending a little bit more money than you would on a Tuesday or on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Also, when you're going to work, yeah, you might save some, you might save some, you know, gas money or what have you. But that cup of coffee that you took for granted that you've been drinking for 35 years in the coffee break room is now your personal expense. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that you account for those things. Traveling, you know, you're not going to sit home every day. So uh, you taking one vacation or you taking a vacation every quarter. So that's four vacations a year. Put all that in a realistic budget, and that's the number one thing that you need to have going into retirement to figure out, hey, this is my nut. How am I going to pay for that? All right, last one on the list here in this list uh, from USA Today says, these are the things you got to get together before you retire. Have enough guaranteed income, handle your debts, are you going to work or not work? Uh, what is your spending plan? Is that realistic? The last one is, where is your money? Do you have your money in the right buckets? Boy, Sam, that's where we really need you. Yeah, we, we talk about the bucket sort of methodology all the time. Have enough money in buckets that are set for a specific purpose, right? A liquidity bucket. How many times have we met people that have a lot of money in the bank because they're afraid? A lot. But at some point, you got to realize that that money's just sitting there. It's not, a, you know, not doing you any good, kind of going away. So having the right amount of money in a liquidity bucket in an emergency bucket is great. Having money in an income bucket where you can take reliable and sustainable income, even in days like this, even when the market's very volatile, you don't want. The last thing you want to do is to be looking at your growth-oriented 401k to take money out 
for income because you don't you already know that common sense hey it's down i don't want to touch it so we want to make sure that you have money in an income bucket we want to make sure you have the right amount of money in a growth bucket many times we see people probably they have too much in that growth bucket that's why they're they're calling us and and you know complaining about how their accounts have gone down because they have too much money in things that are very volatile. It's not to say you shouldn't have any, but have the right percentage. We had a conversation with Sophie, a radio listener. She called in. She's 67 years old, and she was actually on the other spectrum. She had all her money in the bank. Mm -hmm. She had about $800,000 in the bank, all cash. And very simply, and you know, I don't blame her. She recently retired. She saw the ups and downs, and she said, listen, I can't afford to lose anymore. So she wasn't sure what to do. So she literally sold everything because she was afraid she was going to continue to lose more. So we helped her set her sights correctly, have enough money in the bank. We implemented an income plan where we used multi-year guaranteed annuities that gave her 5.25% guaranteed for the next five years. So she took a portion of that money. She lived off the interest. And then my partner, Ryan, helped her with creating a wonderful growth bucket that matched her risk tolerance and it was about 35% of that money. So she had monies in a safe place for liquidity, monies designed to give her income and monies designed to grow. Thanks for listening to the 365 Retirement Podcast. For a complimentary meeting and to build your personalized 365 retirement plan, contact Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners at 617-440-9365 or online at 365retirement.com. Ryan Marston and John Conley are investment advisor representatives of Brookstone Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sam Lang is licensed in your state, please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Rubino and Lang Insurance Agency, LLC. Massachusetts Insurance License Number 1783398.